What is up, my Sunlight Samurais and Ronauts, Alpha Energy Males? We're going to talk about everyone's favorite supplement these days, vitamin B1 on testosterone, estrogen, DHT, and all the good stuff of being alpha. Let's dive in. All right, so this is the article that I'm going to be discussing with you guys. Link will be in the description if you want to read it. Leave me some comments if you like this article. And uh, so let's dive in. Right, so according to Dr. Morris and Dr. Lonsdale, measurable theamine deficiency has been observed across multiple patient populations with incidents ranging from between 20% and over 90%, according to the study. So it's a wide range, and um, symptoms of low vitamin B1 include unrelenting or uncategorized fatigue, changes in mood, tending towards hyper-irritability. We've got a sense of mental fuzziness, loss of appetite, sleep disturbances, gastrointestinal discomfort and dismobility, food intolerances involving may develop it was, as a deficiency progresses. There's a lot more symptoms that you can get from low vitamin B1. And uh, vitamin B1 tends to be a little bit more difficult to get via food. And vitamin B1 is quickly depleted with stress and a high carbohydrate, uh, high refined diet. And then, so let's talk about vitamin B1. So this is one of the key benefits of vitamin B1 is that it enhances energy production both fat and glucose oxidation, but specifically it's a cofactor and also stimulator of the enzyme called pyruvate dehydrogenase. So this is the right limited enzyme in glucose oxidation, proper glucose oxidation, so that it can produce massive amounts of ATP. So if pyruvate dehydrogenase activity declines, glucose oxidation suffers, and this leads to low dopamine, low ATP, exercise intolerance, elevated inflammation, and other issues including cancer. So you want this pyruvate dehydrogenase to work. So you can see... Um, pyruvate dehydrogenase converts pyruvate into acetyl coenzyme A. So if uh, you have a B1 deficiency, more pyruvate will convert to lactate, and you're producing a puny amount of ATP up here and not massive amounts of ATP down here in the electron transfer chain of the mitochondria. Right, so that being said, let's dive into testosterone, B1 and testosterone. Right, so um, low levels of B1 can lead to low testosterone, and this is due to reduced ATP production, increased reactive oxygen species and inflammation, and decreased endogenous antioxidant systems like glutathione, for example, and all of which is found in chronic degenerative diseases. At a testicular level, aging is associated with tissue atrophy, decreased sterogenesis, so it's basically reduced testosterone production, and spermatogenesis, sexual behavior disorders. So vitamin B1 supplementation in old animals restores energy production from glucose and fat and decreases ROS production. This leads to a higher testosterone, bigger testis, and enhanced sexual activity. So basically, has, has a rejuvenating effect. So yeah, prevents testicular shrinkage and increases testosterone. So as you can see with age, testosterone goes down as theamine goes down. You want to make sure you get enough theamine in your diet. If not, maybe consider a supplement. And uh, so here was an interesting study looking at um, uh, an interesting rat that they combined pyruvate with uh, theamine pyrophosphate is one of the active forms of vitamin B1. And they exhibited a strong potentiation of sterogenesis. So it, um, combining pyruvate with B1 had a strong effect and promoting sterogenesis in the adrenal cell. So it enhances like DHEA production in animals. So it might have the same effect in the testis to massively upregulate um, testosterone production as well. And then lastly, androstenedione also requires NADPH to be converted to testosterone. So vitamin B1 helps the production of NADPH through the pentose phosphate cycle, and that NADPH can be used to recycle glutathione, but it's also used to increase um, 5-alpha reductase. So NADPH is a cofactor for 5-alpha uh, reductase, but also for converting testosterone, uh, dione into testosterone. All right, so let's talk about vitamin B1 and DHT. 
So as I just mentioned, 5-alpha reductase uses NADPH as a cofactor to create DHT. And NADPH is created in the pentose phosphate pathway, which uses vitamin B1 as a cofactor. So three great ways to boost DHT, glucose, vitamin B1, and thyroid. So the glucose is obviously just to provide the precursor that is then used to create NADPH with the help of vitamin B1, and the thyroid directly stimulates 5-alpha reductase. Right, so moving on to uh, B1 dopamine mood and brain function. So I regularly use vitamin B1 as a tropic effect when you're going to work, want to focus, and want to enhance your mood. So who of you have also used B1 and had really good results? Like, what mental effects have you noticed? Pop that in the comments for me. So let's talk about dopamine and norepinephrine. So vitamin B1 has been shown to increase dopamine and norepinephrine levels, which is involved in mood, motivation, drive, movement, learning, and memory. And injecting vitamin B1 in the stratum area of the brain dramatically increased the dopamine levels. Also supplementing TTFD, which is the derivative of theamine with higher bioavailability and solubility. Other people might know it as alithiamine, has featured to increase dopamine release. Now, this is the problem because I know some people out there are recommending alithiamine for increasing dopamine, but you don't need to use alithiamine. You just need to increase vitamin B1 in the body in general. So you can use any B1 that's going to give you a good effect. So, yeah, this effect is likely by enhancing glucose oxidation and ATP production. ATP itself promotes dopamine and noradrenaline release in the brain. Thus, basically, low ATP leads to low dopamine and poor mood. So, ATP, as I mentioned before, increases testosterone. It also increases dopamine. You want to be in a high-energy state for everything in the body to work better. And vitamin B1 can help you achieve that. So, low vitamin B1 has been shown to enhance dopamine breakdown in parts of the brain responsible for sensory processing intellectual function. So the dopamine being rapidly broken down, you can't benefit from it. So that's why people, you know, suffer from ADHD and focus and th those kind of problems because they break it down too quickly. And then serotonin. So we need serotonin as a neuromodulator. It helps to modulate things in the brain. Um, but too much serotonin can contribute to apathy and anhedonia and complacency, and some, which is something we don't want. So excess serotonin is not good. So at a deficiency in vitamin B1 decreases serotonin uptake. So basically we have more serotonin available to cause these fatigue and low motivation states that we don't want. And also low vitamin B1 increases the expression of serotonin receptor 2A, which is also heavily expressed in depression and other mood disorders. So vitamin B1 is an easy way just to reduce that receptor. So a lot of the new antidepressants are actually serotonin 2A antagonists. So it might simply be potentiated with the use of vitamin B1. Feeling good. Apart from increasing ATP, dopamine and norepinephrine, vitamin B1 can also enhance endorphin secretion. So endorphin is a sort of an opioid that makes us feel good. This promotes relaxation and optimizes sleep quality. And even 50 milligrams of theamine improves mood attention and faster decision times. So this can be quite helpful for sports. 100 milligrams plus of theamine has significant effects on memory recall and is very useful when studying or before a test. 600 milligrams of vitamin B1 in patients with Hashimoto thyroiditis led to partial or complete regression of the fatigue and related disorders within a few hours. Theamine also prevents bad symptoms of hypermethylation, such as rapid heartbeat, uh, sorry, hypermetabolism, such as the rapid actions of the heartbeat, nervousness, digestive disturbances during thyroid treatment, etc. So vitamin B1 is great for dopamine, mood, and all of those kind of good stuff. All right, vitamin B1 and estrogen. So the, com um, the complete inactivation of estradiol in the liver is dependent on vitamin B1 and B2. So if you don't have enough vitamin B1, it can keep you in a slightly more estrogenic state, depending on the deficiency. 
So without adequate amounts of either one of these vitamins, fully inactivation cannot occur and re-administration of vitamin B1 or B2 enables the liver to fully deactivate its radio. So if you want to optimize your testosterone to estrogen ratio, make sure you have no vitamin B1, even if you have to supplement. So a few interesting things here is that vitamin B1, um, magnesium, is necessary to activate vitamin B1. So it's a good idea to take magnesium with vitamin B1. So um, hence, a magnesium deficiency can actually mimic a theamine deficiency. And then lastly, manganese has been shown to increase vitamin B levels in the body, B1. Mussels, uh, maple syrup, pineapples, and many grains are rich in manganese, although I don't really like to rely on grains for uh, minerals and vitamins, but so just mussels and uh, stuff like that's like really good sources of manganese. So B1, magnesium, manganese usually goes together to maximize your B1 levels. And that can help to improve your testosterone, your dopamine, just feeling amazing, getting lots of energy, exercising like a maniac, just performing the way you should be performing. Not at the low level, but at the high level. All right, guys, I hope this video was helpful and it emphasized the importance of vitamin B1. And so avoid like this, all of these highly refined foods that's going to deplete your B1. Try to avoid stress that's also going to deplete your B1 and eat B1-rich foods and or supplement with B1 and see if that actually helps to improve your symptoms. And combine the B1 with magnesium and manganese from foods to optimize the effects of your um, vitamin B1. All right, guys, hope this video was helpful and I will check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.